This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's, uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> we need to stand up for the underprivileged folks who maybe don't have the bedtime stories that they need. All the, all the little black children who don't have fathers. <laughs> well, not, not... Are we recording yet? Can I? Do I have to stop being racist yet? Uh, no, we're not. Okay. So go ahead. All keep right, being racist. Right. We're still not... We're not recording, so go ahead and be racist. Okay. We're not... We're definitely... We're not recording, so go ahead and be racist. Okay. All right. I am being racist. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's, it's oozing off of me. Yeah. Can't you guys feel it? Out there in Audio Land, you can feel the racism in my voice. It's tremendous. The I'm problem with racism. To talk like a white guy. Everybody for the last thirty years has tried to combat it. Mm-hmm. I want to bring it back. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Not really, everybody. Uh, how about how about this? How about this? How about this, Addison? How about when people do bad things? Okay, and hurtful, mean things, they uh-huh. punish for it. Uh huh. When they do the things, but not before they do the things. Okay. And just because they may, you know, be a part of a certain group. Right. Pointing fingers at that group and saying all bad mm-hmm. because members of that group have done bad things. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. And we just point at the members of that group who've done bad things and leave the rest of the group out of it. Mm-hmm. How about that? What if we look at all the groups as bad? Game changer. Hmm. Hmm. Wrecked. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> K.O. Well, there's this new movement in America. It's called uh, called Innocent Until Proven Guilty. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Really? Uh, and and it's, who's uh, at the forefront all of that one word, Hashtag Innocent Until Proven Guilty. OJ's lawyers? <laughs> well, <laughs> they wish this law had been around by that, back then, you know? Tremendous. Uh, I mean, OJ was the first guy who was, you know, tried in the court of public opinion. Well, maybe not the first, but he was the first, he was the first black guy. Well, not the first black guy, but... He was the first black sports star. Well, he wasn't the first black sports star, but he was the first black sports star who was also a celebrity outside of sports to be tried in the court of public opinion. Well, he wasn't. He was actually the first black guy. I think he was the first was, black guy, period. He was the first black guy who was an athlete to be tried in the court of public appearance, opinions, who wasn't just an athlete, but also a celebrity who ran from the cops. That's it. Not just ran from the cops, but he was the first black guy... <laughs> Who was a sports athlete to be tried in the court of public opinions? Who was also a celebrity, but ran from the cops, and did it on cable news? Yeah, that's what that's what it was. Gotcha. That's what it was. Wait, he ran from the cops on cable news? Yeah, that was the whole thing about the OJ cases. People were watching it live on their TV, like helicopter footage live on CNN of him driving that Bronco. <laughs> that's 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 what it was. The 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 things that solidified uh, cable news in. In the world, and in America the way it is now, was uh, uh, the Iraq War, and watching it unfold, the first one, part yeah, one. Yeah, like the, the... The original Iraq War, the sequel, <laughs> terrible sequel, like the worst sequels ever. Uh, the, the, As sequels typically yeah, generally go. Iraq War 2, Iraq again. I think that speaks to Jews, since Jews are in Hollywood and well, they can't seem to do a good... Ho- Iraq, do Iraq a good War 2, Iraq again. <laughs> uh, not that great. Iraq again. Yeah. And, That's right. You know, Iraq War Two, Afghanistan, even worse. Even worse. Even worse. 
It's really Although, like, you know, Iraq War II, Libya, yeah. that's, you know. It's, yeah. yeah. It was an I'm, but I'm really, I'm really enjoying. It's like the Pirate series. The fourth yeah. one was really the only good one out of, like, yeah. the three after, yeah. The one I'm really enjoying, though, uh-huh. is Series 11. <laughs> Great flick. Great heist flick. If you haven't seen it, Matt Damon is amazing. But then, I mean, come on. What is he not good in? It's that's Matt true. Damon. He brings it. He brings it. You know, even in Breaking Bad, amazing. That's right. Um, Welcome to Give That Some Thought. Trap Up Broadcast Flagship Show and the Last Bastion of Sanity and Twisted World. The weather is cool, the beer is cold, and the THC settles just right on a mind controlled by MK Ultra. Uh, if you tune in on Instagram, I think uh, Matt did that a little bit earlier. He admitted it, but then wouldn't admit it on camera. Joining me is my non-racist co-host, Matt Hume. Thank Matt, you. how are Thank you? Thank you. Uh, I can't be racist, actually, because I belong to an oppressed minority group. <laughs> Neckbeards? Uh, country white boys who can... Uh, claim at least one eighth Indian Native American heritage. There you go. And I'm I'm an oppressed minority. Yeah, because there's only several million of us in the country. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, from what I heard, uh, so I don't know. Did we mention this last week? One of the one of my pet peeves in this all this election nonsense that's over now is uh, this idea and this this um, narrative that I've heard several times about non-educated white people voting. Mm-hmm. That is that is the dumbest. Yeah. Most yeah. most blatantly subtle racist thing I've ever heard. It's and you you would hear it it's across ridiculous. cable news several times an hour, all the no time. No matter what station. Yep, all across the board. Uh, non college educated whites mm-hmm. is the term. Mm-hmm. Non basically saying like whites. you're stupid and that's why you voted for exactly whoever exactly Trump. I guess what they're case. really saying is whites who have not gone through the propaganda. Machine, uh, machine that is mm-hmm. liberal colleges in this country. Mm-hmm. The, the the white See, white people, the white voter who hasn't gone through. The mental conditioning that it takes to acquire the disease of the known machine. as liberalism. Yeah, yeah. Do you mind the mental illness, Matt? Sidebar. Do you mind if I get a hit off of your drink there? Uh, go ahead. I just I never drink soda, and for some reason I'm just looking at it here. It looks all frosty and delicious, yeah. and I would like something. Well, it's not bubbly. technically soda. It's Rooster Booster, right? Yeah, but it's bubbly. I don't drink. I don't drink carbonated drinks. Oh, man. that's right. That's right. Because if I buy a monster, which is rare, yeah. I'm now on the full time Death Wish coffee. Well, have some, have some, have some of the bubbly because you've eaten 14 pounds of sushi. Hmm. Yeah. And the light one really has the bite to it. Yeah. Give yourself some night farts. That'll be good. That's that aspartame. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Or as, or or as, uh, or as people who aren't uncircumcised Philistines say it, aspartame. <laughs> aspartame. I thought that's how they said it. I, I I've always pronounced it as a spar team. Well, you but you say weird things. Well, I guess so. Actually, uh, listener, let us know. Uh, that's that'll be the big question from tonight, tonight's yeah, show. Yeah, question of the week. That's uh, right. Aspartame or aspartame? It's aspartame. Yeah. I've only ever heard it pronounced aspartame. I've I've heard it both ways, but I'm sticking with aspartame because let it's me... the one that feels best in my mouth. So th- it just popped in my head. <laughs> And here's the here's the portion of the show, dear listener, where Addison comes across something on the internet that he finds vastly more funnier than <laughs> any of us has. What any uh, anybody else? No, uh, it will. just it prompted me to put this into YouTube. More funnier, more funny. There's that colossal intro. All right, here we go. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember you writing ten years ago, but also Dr. Blaylock and others that. Diet drinks with aspartame make you fat. Well, of course, to get the, the universal voice here. Yeah. So why are they pushing something that makes you fat? Because it makes you want to eat more and messes up your endocrine system. 
Well, one of the reasons why is because if you're fat, you're going to have all kinds of other health conditions. And if you, including mental conditions, you're going to have depression, you're going to have ADD, ADHD, or or anxiety or bipolar. This guy sounds like Joe Rogan and Donald Trump, like had a voice baby. The whole goal (laughs) is to get you controlled by the psychiatric industry or the medical industry. From birth Sounds on, like vaguely and that's why Scientologist. even pregnant mothers are being given psychiatric bit, medications but. right now because they want you in the system. They know if they can get you on some sort of medication from an early age, that medication is going to cause three or four side effects. Then you're going to be on another. Anyways, I just went straight to YouTube and I, I just plugged in Alex Jones as part team or as for team because <laughs> I'm like, there's no way he hasn't, yeah, you know, railed on it. It's in the waters. They're coming for us. Yeah, that's right. I, I the globalists it. are really pushing aspartame here. Mm. And why? Why are they doing that? Okay. Why do they want to drop the value of the dollar and make you drink aspartame? <laughs> they're uh, they're they're fattening us up like a herd. Mm. It's for when the lizards come to to harvest us. Mm-hmm. All seven billion. Well, bring of us back home. I think. If if home if by home you mean of they'll probably cook us and eat us. Sure. You know. <laughs> I don't know, man. This, I, th- you know, this couple of minutes has been kind of, um, I think, eh, indicative of kind of where I'm at. Like, I, I just, I'm, I'm finally shrugging off that election mm-hmm. and just, ugh, I'm just so done with that. And then, um, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's just, it really, it, it kind of opened my mind or my eyes to. So what happened happened, right? And then we talked about it too, you know. Yeah. With, with, what, what happened happened. <laughs> the things and we can't have, change it. It's happened. <laughs> the things that have happened are those things. No. So the election happened, and then we talked about it, and then mm-hmm. my thoughts and stuff. But it's like I don't know. It prompted me to kind of look deeper into that liberal machine and stuff. And um, I don't know, man. It's almost like more of a more of an excuse or more of a reason for me to check out. Yeah. Uh, because it's like, man, we really, it's just, we're just done for. <laughs> it's just, there's no, you're experiencing there's political not a shred right of now. truth left. No, there's not. On uh, either side no, from anybody. No, there's and not. And it's pointless to even search for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> liberalism is a mental illness, uh, just like, uh, neoconservatism, uh, being a neocon, mm-hmm. neoconservatism mm-hmm. is uh, a mental illness. And what it's, do you think about this, it's Steve that, it's Bannon? It's extreme. It's the extreme. Um, honestly, the Steve Bannon thing. Steve Bannon uh, slash the alt right slash he's going to yeah. be. What is he going to be for Trump? Um, some sort of something or other. <laughs> I don't even remember. I think political strategist. I think that's what it was. He was on his strategy is that team. A thing for president. Yeah, yeah. That it's it's how to Who talk is to the public. Steve Bannon. It's how to talk to the public. Um, According to Wikipedia, Stephen Kevin Bannon is an American businessman and media executive. So oh. he 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 ran Breitbart, right? Yeah, uh, executive chairman of Breitbart News, a politically conservative American news opinion yeah. and commentary website. And then it's funny because it's that's what, from Wikipedia. That's what they have against him is that. He, and what this says noted for its connection to the alt right. So yeah. let me just comment real quick on this notion of the alt right. Right, mm-hmm. you you mentioned it on here a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's yeah. Go ahead. It, it, it seems to me, maybe you can back this up or vouch for this. It seems to me. Like the term alt right is exactly to the left. They use it like we use 
you know, extreme left or social or, justice or, warrior or social. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. When 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 a newscaster says alt right, they want you to conjure this mental picture in your mind of like white of supremacy. Somebody with a confederate sitting in their parents' basement mm-hmm. with a confederate flag <laughs> hanging on the wall, typing on their old computer, mm-hmm. who's four hundred pounds, covered in pimples, giant neck beard, and piss bottles around him, <laughs> posting Pepe memes on 4chan and and jacking it to lolly porn. That's right. what they want you to conjure in your mind, and they're very successful at that. Yeah. Okay. They have painted the alt right, and and interesting that that phrase showed up six months ago, right when the Donald was catching. I mean, real steam. Right when they were getting to you know, right, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand subscribers. Uh, right at that point, when it was the height of Trump fervor, the term alt right was coined. At the same time, you had they were paint immediately, immediately after the term alt right was coined. And used to describe these people. Right. Okay. The supposed group. Uh, it was also painted as white nationalist. Yeah. With no proof pr- provided. Um, besides individuals. Besides poll from 4chan. Okay. Yeah. The board poll on 4chan. Which is extreme. Okay. And if you cherry pick certain things, just like if people on the right cherry pick certain things that stupid liberals with a mental disease right. have said, then you you paint all everybody who's a Bernie supporter, everybody who is a Hillary supporter right. in this broad brush. As one some kind of free handout or whatever. It's that same kind of thing. It's that segmenting of like these people represent mm-hmm. something that I feel is so against me. Yeah. And so by doing that, you 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 give yourself the excuse to wipe off it's the entire one of the, argument or movement yeah. or, or one side of things. And you know what really frustrates me? We have not caught on to this trick yet. This is a trick yeah. that kings have been using on the peasants and the plebs for thousands of years, for <laughs> millennia, for as long as there have been kings. It's separate everybody into the individual groups, okay, right. and then make them fight each other, okay? Mm-hmm. So you have your middle management groups, and yeah. you have your slaves, and you have your free men. And the slaves hate the free men because they're free. And the free men hate the middle management because they own slaves and they have better life. And middle management hate the slaves because they have to give them and provide for the slaves. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you've, you've grouped people into these various groups. And then, you know, we don't use those terms now, but, but that's what, what it is. The poor hate the rich and the rich hate the poor because they see, you know, government just siphoning off their money to redistribute. Through through welfare the programs and, yeah. and stuff like that, and blacks hate whites because whites have this seeming privilege, and and whites hate blacks because blacks say that whites have this privilege. Uh, it, it it comes down to a, a battle of culture, um, and and it's the one of the oldest tricks in the book to divide and conquer. And if we only woke up and realized that that the true problem is the fact that the government has named us as enemy combatants. Yeah. They can, the government, our bureaucracy, the bureaucracy that we've made to help each other live together peacefully, and that's really all it is when you boil it down to it. It's nothing but to help each other live peacefully. They've taken us, pushed us into groups, and are, have said that we are the enemy of the government. Yeah. And that's all groups. That's black and white and, and gay and straight and, Atheist and Christian and everybody. Yeah. Every every citizen uh, is considered an enemy combatant by the government. Mm-hmm. Whether or not in strict military terms or in just a psychological, uh, you know, subtext. Yeah. Still. No, I agree. Um, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I because uh, that's I, like I said, I've done some a little bit of my own research, digging into you know some of the lefts, um, which I had fallen victim to actually quite a bit. Um, uh, their message on Trump, right? And mm-hmm. and again, I'm I'm not still still not a supporter, definitely not a supporter. But uh, man, did they really spend that guy as something he wasn't? You know, a, a buffoon, sure. Yeah, a clown, sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, unable to run a government, probably. Yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, man, this racist, sexist, xenophobic thing is just is just there's there's very little that I've found. Again, in my own personal research, that seems to be equated to facts. Yeah. So, because uh, it's not it's not equated to facts. It's a fake. It's equated to feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, we talked about this last program. Uh, I feel a certain way. Um, therefore, the truth that I am. feel is is Trump's uh, my need for facts. Yeah, I don't need to back up my argument if I feel strongly enough about my argument. So, so, <clears throat> and that's what we have in in coming out of colleges today. That's what was coming out of colleges ten years ago when you and I were there. Yeah, it's 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 not. Do you have an argument, and can you back that argument up with facts? And can you make that argument logical? Mm-hmm. And can you can you present it in a way that makes other people understand it? How does that it? argument make me feel about your point? It's it's whoever has the most deeply held feeling that their argument is correct is the winner. Yeah. And I think that's what is at the core of the issue for both the left and the right. Uh, you have to remember that left wing and right wing, it's the same bird. Yeah, still the same bird. The left wing and the right wing both belong to the same bird. And that's why I'm not afraid of Donald, having a Donald Trump as a president. That's why I really wasn't afraid of Hillary Clinton having being a president. Uh, you know who I was afraid of have, being a president? was Bernie Sanders. An unadulterated Bernie Sanders. Right. Somebody who's not actually controlled. Uh, I mean, that's, wh- that's when we'll see the most chaos in this country. When we have a president and a Congress that isn't controlled by big money. When that switch starts to happen, when that switch gets turned, if, if it does... Maybe it doesn't, but whenever that starts to happen, that's when it's going to be most chaotic. Yeah. So so maybe if, if Trump's a good guy, if he's actually going to deliver, if he's actually going to be the person that we – that uh, not we, but so many on the alt-right <laughs> think and believe that he's going to be, Yeah. then we will have chaos. But if he is the racist, if he is the misogynist, if he is – does hate Latinos, right? If he is all these things that the left demonstratizes him or makes him out to be, right, right as a right. monster, painted mess, yeah, then they have nothing to worry about. Then it'll be business as usual in Washington, <laughs> yeah. because senator people like Senator Robert Byrd can have forty or fifty year degrees in Washington. Uh, Strom Thurmond, who dug in his heels the entire time uh, uh, during the civil rights movement, if he can be a senator, uh, a U.S. congressman for what 60 years yeah uh then then the real racism is in washington it's it's not it's not in 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 here in missouri it's not it's not in the deep south it's not in all these places with all the uneducated white voters or mm-hmm. non white voters without, without college educations yeah which is where this, this yeah. tangent started yeah it's uh it is in washington yeah so i don't know it's <laughs> It'll it'll be business as usual, I believe. Just look at the people that Trump has surrounded himself with in the past week. Yeah, uh, that's also kind of telling too. I think uh, 
His, uh, and that's kind of middle of the road to me because, you know, while I do uh, am perfectly willing to concede that, that uh, the left definitely painted a picture that is false, Yeah. on the same hand, all of my arguments about the third party and the two parties mm-hmm. are just being confirmed, each, yeah, each one of these absolutely. decisions that he makes. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, <laughs> here's your non-establishment guy chumming it up with all of the establishment. Well, so, uh, you remember three or four months, well, more than that, five, six months ago, when... Uh, Donald Trump named his campaign treasurer Stephen Mnuchin. Yeah, yeah. The guy who worked from uh, uh, for Goldman Sachs for yeah, so yeah, many yeah, years, Goldman, yeah. like fifteen years, and then went and started his own private lobbying firm in Washington, right? Uh, and was chummy chummy with Hillary and all the other, all, all everybody, all the, the other power brokers in Washington, the usual suspects, and you know Trump, the true basket yeah, of deplorables, Trump, if you will. Trump was all like, "I'm going to drain the swamp," and then, uh, "Hey, Stephen Mnuchin, you guy hold." The guy who's holding, literally, one of the guys holding the stopper in the bottom of the str- swamp, so nothing can get out. Okay, come, come, run the finances for my campaign. Yeah, and now he's been named uh, the Secretary of Treasury, right, in Trump's administration. Yeah. Um, who is it? Uh, there's one of the guy who used to, was, used to be a CEO of Verizon, which is the which is like, oh NSA, Verizon, you know, is like, oh NSA, yeah, yeah. You, you 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 want personal information? You guys need some stuff. Here you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we we actually we're already way ahead of you because we anticipated this. We already have it, uh, right. ready to go. Yeah, just, we'll just send you yeah. guys your logins. Yep. <laughs> it's like a new email service when it sends you yeah. the password. Yeah. Uh, uh, you want hard copies too? Because we put those, we back those up just in case the logins don't work. Yeah, exactly. We we also have paper copies of text messages going all the way back to like 1992. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that was before we had text messages, but still, yeah, we want to be thorough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh. So uh, one of the, the former CEO of Verizon is is uh, one of his uh, um, cabinet members, and then let's see here, uh, the Banyan guy, right? Um, oh, and then Priebus, right? Reince, uh, Reince Priebus Reince going Priebus, to be yeah. um, his press secretary, or no, mm. his uh, chief of staff, mm. Reince Priebus, the guy who's been running the Republican establishment ever since the Bushes were like, okay, take over for eight years now. All the Romney stuff, yeah, all the McCain stuff, right? Yeah, the Bushes handed him the baton and be like, you run the party now. You now, got this. Now you're running the party. That'll do. Go get him, sport. Yeah. My dad said you could. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I mean, making him his chief of staff. Yeah. That means that means everything that Trump hears is going to be filtered through what the the uh, GOP want him to hear. Yeah. Do we not realize that? I mean, that that's uh, how how can you get any more establishment than that? Yeah. It's, 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 he's, he's not the God that people think he is. And if he is the establishment candidate, and he is, there's not going to be a wall. There's not going to oh, be yeah. any real change. I, I said to, like, then, to a guy at work. It's safe. No one has to fear him. And yeah, the, exactly. the only, the only fear that's going to come from this is, is the fear that we make up in our minds. <laughs> just like every, just like we did with Obama. Yeah. Like I've, like I've said on Facebook so many times, you know, I, I tell my wife every night because my wife every night sees me just doing this, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, just on my phone. And, um, you know, she's like, what are you doing now? And I'm like, <laughs> it's just, I look over at her and I'm like, I'm like, I'm fighting the information war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because, you know, I've done, I've done a, a couple of things. I've done devil's advocate or whatever to these folks that have demonized Trump so badly in their own minds. And I've done it really from a point of view, or tried to, from a point of view of, Look, it's not as bad as you think it is. 
Um, and really, that's kind of why I brought up the whole Obama thing because I'm like, I'm like, the right lost it when Obama got elected, and look what happened. Not really that much of a thing, you know. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. have Obamacare now, which is a pain in the butt. Um, I've done that, and then I've also done my own research of of kind of looking at the way the left uh, spun Trump and and his sort of policies or what have you. Um, and it really, I've tried to console. I feel like I've tried to console. Maybe they just were triggered more. But hopefully I triggered them softer. Um, you know, I've really tried to console some of my... F- you have to have trigger discipline. Yeah. Or it might go on off off, un- off unexpectedly. That's right. You don't know. I've tried to, uh, you know, reach out um, a little bit to my friends on the hard left and be like, look, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really want to ban gays. Yeah. He doesn't really want to take away birth control. This was a media lie that you were yeah. fed. You know, end of story from yeah. top to bottom. I don't know. I can't. And it's been tough because, like I said, I, I, I'm waging a war against, you know, a wall of sound, mm-hmm. you know, that they're getting from from yeah. the echo chamber. This idea of echo chambers, too. I was thinking about this the other day. And it's something we've talked about on this program and stuff. But, like, this idea of echo chambers, man, it is it is so bad now. Yeah. It is so bad. I know you're not even on Facebook. Well, I guess you are, but you don't really ever get on. Yeah. But, like, it's particularly bad in that environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even, it just, it just, there's this circle and I post something or a link or an article or whatever. And everybody just, everybody's just into that, Mm -hmm. you know, all of my people who validate all of that. And then, and then same thing on the other side. Yeah. And even within the comments, if they're like, well, there's discussion here. And it's like, no, because one person makes a halfway put together argument for the other side. And then every all of his friends or anybody that is on that side is like, oh yeah, buddy, mm-hmm. you you got him, you showed him, and it's just like, what are we doing here? Yeah, like, and it's it's confirmation bias. So we this is, I like to think that that through give that some thought. We've had certain eras of topics where we we kind of beat on one thing for a couple. Yeah, episodes. and we need to do Rumcast three point out too before uh, it's long. Uh, one of those things when we first started, and it's in it's in the intro to the show, right? Was the term emotional masturbation? Yeah, which I've been I've. A term I coined. <laughs> well, I no, I did. Did you? Yeah, it was. That's okay. me. That's all me. Well, let's Google it and see. <laughs> uh, so three or four years now, I've been saying and talking about emotional masturbation. What is emotional masturbation? Which, which? Sorry, I don't understand. No, oh, well, guess you coined boom, it, Matt. Boom. Uh, not only, yeah, I coined it and uh, proved that this podcast has a very small listenership. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe one day it'll get listened. You, you should all go. But, you should all after right now. Take out your phone, dear yeah, listener. Yeah. Go to Facebook. Yeah. And just post the term "emotional masturbation." That's right. And then it'll show up now in that's Google right. searches. That's right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we need to get it post on Reddit and get it to our all. Really. <laughs> anyway, I didn't want to make this into a rabbit trail, and now it is. But the term <laughs> "emotional masturbation." Yeah. Okay. What that refers to is originally supposed to refer to was doing something just to make yourself feel better. Yeah, emotionally speaking. Okay. Yeah. And I I specifically used it for social media. That so the 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 bent of social media for about 4 or 5 months when social media first became a thing was oh, you can connect and share and be involved digitally in everybody in all your friends' lives. Right. And it'll bring you closer together. But then about 6 months after that started, it went you totally off the rails. <laughs> And it became, uh, you can use social media to make yourself feel better about yourself without have, actually right. having done anything to change yourself. 
and its emotional masturbation. And what that translated into was an echo chamber. Yeah. Where you own, you, you don't, South Park has so, been so good, good at skewing different things, but, uh, uh, one of the ones from last year was, uh, uh, reality. Reality was this big, bad, mean guy for like, for like two episodes that was trying to invade everybody's safe, safe spaces. Yeah. Um, I think I watched that arc. Yeah. If you look up on YouTube reality speech, South Park reality speech, it, uh, it's pretty good. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you when to play it if you, if you bring it up. Okay. Anyway, uh, social media has now become an echo chamber where not only do we make ourselves feel better about our looks and how many friends we have, which is what it used to be. Now it's, we make ourselves feel better by aligning ourselves morally and having moral superiority in our groupthink and, and aligning with, like, like you. Like, you can say that your views align with Milo, Yiannopoulos. And so right. seeing, seeing videos of Milo Yiannopoulos absolutely serve, just wreck, just absolutely obliterate <laughs> and, and blow the fuck out yeah. social justice warriors on panels and stuff like that. Yeah. That strokes your Moral superiority. Yeah. And it's that part of an echo chamber. And now we're seeing the fruits of this election and these protests and everything of that echo chamber. Anyway. By the way, it's the 16th. Are the uh, the protests still going on? What's the thing with that? Did everybody just go back to work? I haven't. What's what's, what's going on now? (laughs) No, I think there were mostly black protesters, so they didn't go back to work. Oh. Um, Well, did they go back to the pawn shop? I've I've been (laughs) off for two days. Uh have you protested well, you, in that time? Uh, here's the thing. Pawn shops do not take half-used signs. Oh, yeah. well. So. Sucks to be you, Chicago. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> did you did you find the clip? I, the, the first one that pops up, South Park, Safe Space, Reality Crashes the Party. Is that, that what yep, you're looking that's for? It, that's okay. it. Should we play it? Yep. All right. Let's do this thing. I'll wait for your terrible internet to be terrible. Just... No, it's it's your internet, Matt. You you look at me as if I would deliberately sabotage our show, uh-huh. and it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with the fact that a sidebar about char- charter too, by the way, uh-huh. and most cable from what I've heard, it's so weird to me because now in my new like in my new well, it's not new anymore. I've been there over a year, but my new house, uh, charter is like super fast. I get like 135 downstream all the time. Yeah, you know, and I still torrent too. I know your yeah. theory that. I was going to let it buffer for a second, but I know your theory that, that if you torrent, it'll slow it down, but th- mm-hmm. I've had it slowed down for a while, but then it'll come back up yeah. after they send you the emails. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, uh, yeah, get extremely good, uh, uh, speed there. And my brother, who's just up the road from you, gets terrible speed. You get terrible speed. My brother just moved. Um, and now he gets great speed. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, well, it's, I, I feel like they don't really have an infrastructure. Like, and and if they did, and were capable of 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 deploying it widespread, we'd all have the speed like that I have yeah, in my new yeah. place. Period. Like it would just be there. Yeah. But I I don't I think that they don't well, they care. Don't, they don't. Everybody's going to pay the forty bucks a yeah. month. So just we're they done, don't we're done with it. They don't need <laughs> to put any money into infrastructure because they were successful in keeping Google things like Google Fiber out. Of, yeah. Of this area. Well, so. for the time being. Well. For the time. If eventually, eventually they're going to have to, but it's going to be something yeah. that they're dragging. I can't wait till Google Fiber comes to well. St. Louis. I told my wife we're, we're going to get it as soon as it does. All right. If it does. Uh, let's talk about reality. All right, everyone. Thanks for coming to help raise money to stop shaming and put hamsters through college. <laughs> what do you say? 
And now a woman who knows about shaming firsthand, supermodel Gigi Hadid. All right, everyone enjoying themselves? How's that filet mignon? Go ahead. You know, we're all here for a really important reason. Because everyone Randy, have Randy, we've got a problem. What? Reality's here. He's trying to crash the party. <laughs> Reality? Who let him in? Shit! Ooh, nice wine, huh? What do you think of that? You know what I think of your pretty flowers? There you go. How do you like that? All right, buddy, let's go. I shit on all of you, Seagal. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Give me that, you stupid bitch. What a lovely charity event. I suppose you're all feeling pretty good about yourselves. Hmm? What have you done? You've raised $300 by spending half a million on filet mignon and crystal glasses. Look at you, Vin dipshit. You say fat shaming is wrong, so in response you show off your abs. You're the one fat shaming, idiot! What's the matter with you people? You're sad that people are mean? Well, I'm sorry. The world isn't one big liberal arts college campus. We eat too much. We take our spoiled lives for granted. Feel a little bad about it sometimes. No. You want to put all your shit up on the internet and have every single person say, hooray for you. Fuck you. You're all pricks. And I've got news for you. While you've all been sitting here trying to feel good, the little boy who sucked all your shit is about to die from it. What? <laughs> oh my god. What have we done? So that's that. Uh, but it's so beautifully told over the course of a couple episodes <laughs> that that clip doesn't even pales in comparison. But basically, uh, they've been trying to keep reality away because... They're trying to have internet safe spaces where nobody ever criticizes them or says anything bad about them. Yeah. But, but. Reality keeps crashing in. But part of the human experience is feeling guilt, is feeling remorse, is feeling like you're kind of a shitty person and well, you Matt, need to change. Matt, we, we can't expect everybody to want to have the human experience. <laughs> Some people want to have the trans human experience. That's true. Uh, if you don't identify as a human, that's <laughs> your right. But 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 you the, should have a bathroom that you can use as a non-human. Yeah, but but the expectation that that no one should. If we picked up one liberal listener, by the way, <coughs> at one hundred and almost thirty some odd and episodes. We yeah. Well, if we had this episode, will drop them. That'll we'll maybe. Just, we'll, maybe we're we're draining our own swamp. <laughs> but it's not. It's, but but the the principle I'm talking about right now the the looking for an echo chamber and see we don't we don't naturally accumulate an echo chamber on the internet yeah we seek it out we look yeah. for it yeah we want it right because if everybody agrees for us and waves the flag and says yay awesome that was an awesome argument even though all you said was fuck you <laughs> on facebook <laughs> right back into somebody's response yeah right uh, you told him <laughs> if 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 that's what we're looking for and that's what we are looking for so it's no surprise that we have Crazy dumb idiots running around the streets. <laughs> crazy dumb idiots. Who can't deal with the fact that the, the thing that they expected to happen didn't happen. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's this expectation that nothing bad should ever happen to me. Yeah. Yeah. couple things. Uh, so we're going to do one thing that I thought would be fun. Well, I don't know if it would be fun. I've been having fun so far. I Maybe. don't know about you. <laughs> no, I have. Maybe this is just going to perpetuate this uh, thing that I'm trying to be done with. We, we need to have a rum cast. That, that'll really drain our swamp. Okay. Uh, before too long, but we're gonna do one thing, and then, um, but let's do that to end it out. Then let's talk about PizzaGate. You want to talk about PizzaGate? Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about PizzaGate. You, let's give that a good couple of thoughts, and then we'll and then we'll do this. Let's other get thing through I was it. About. Let's get through it. Is a pretty good way to put it. 
I don't know. Um, okay, so as I understand it, this is from um, in my article. So I just pulled this website from like, or pulled this article from like one of these. Uh, uh, if anything, it's conspiracy website type mm-hmm. vigilantcitizen.com. Uh, actually, right? I I just because of the internet circles I run in, I've seen that website quite a bit, and um, it's not too bad. It's it's good. Uh, one thing that they don't do is immediately because they could you know jump on anything in our conspiracy or mm-hmm. anything off of 4chan, mm-hmm. and the stuff they're talking about in this article is stuff that's you know been been verified. And, well, I wasn't going to go into the detail of like these of, Instagrams and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I was just trying to get more of a summary. It's a it's a it's a it's a good website. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In my article, Clinton's campaign chairman John Podesta invited to an occult spirit cooking dinner. I explained how a mundane dinner invitation found in the Podesta email leaks was actually a clear link to bizarre occult ceremonies happening at the highest levels of power. While that by itself is rather shocking, it appears only to be the tip of a very disgusting iceberg. And this, again, I'm just going to read this next little portion here because I want to try and get, you know, a grasp of it. And then I want to get sort of your commentary. And I know you've probably seen some stuff or, or, you know, have some thoughts on it. 4chan effectively unearthed a strange excuse me, unearthed a strange network of high-powered people who, through art, events, and social media, actually celebrate a culture that revolves around death, torture, cannibalism, and child abuse. Most of this disturbing material was not even hidden. It was out there in the open, exposed on businesses' walls, and posted on social media. Furthermore, an analysis of the Podesta emails revealed that the network appeared to communicate using code words to cover up their shady dealings. The epicenter of this entire thing is, believe it or not, a hipster pizza place named Comet Ping Pong. Now, pause before we get into this Comet Ping Pong. Are you familiar with, um, and I actually saw this from our conspiracy, but it was a Riverfront Times article from a while ago. Are you familiar with the guy down in, um, I think it was like an Arnold, used to run a pizza place, and a while back got busted for, um, well, what the what the charges ended up being was like trafficking. April 7th, 2016, Dojo Pizza, apparently here in St. Louis, um, is from the Riverfront Times. Uh, yeah, Lauren Lauren Cop, the Dojo Pizza owner, targeted in a long-running criminal investigation, was arrested Thursday on charges of producing child pornography outside the Bevo Mill Church. That's that's right down here in St. Louis. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently they found pictures of him having sex with little girls and all this kind of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it's a it's a pizza place, which I thought was kind of interesting. But anyways, Comet Ping Pong is a family friendly pizza pizza reel where people can eat, drink, and play ping pong. CometPingPong.com. The Comet Ping Pong menu contains a logo that is strikingly similar to the child lo- lover logo used in these circles. Also, play, eat, drink, P E D Ped. So it's a little bit loose, but the owner of Comet Ping Pong is James Alafantis, who is for some reason ranked number forty nine in the fifty. Most Powerful People in Washington of GQ Magazine. Alafantis' boyfriend is David Brock, the founder of liberal media watchdog group Media Matters for America, which has come up before, and if I'm not mistaken, was also mentioned in the James O'Keefe videos. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. He was described by Time Magazine to be, quote, one of the most influential operatives in the Democratic Party. The power couple was heavily involved in Hillary Clinton's campaign. Please join us for Pizza with Hillary. Pizza for Hillary with John Podesta, Maya Harris, etc., etc. Pizza Chef James Elefantis of Common Ping Pong. Here's an email sent by Elefantis to John Podesta. Our pizza logo. Are you around this Sunday? My graphics guy sent this. Do not forward a leaked email. 
Leaked John Podesta email from John Belafonte sending Hillary Pizza logo, therefore in direct connection with some of the most powerful people in the world. And then basically there's a bunch of pictures that this guy has posted on social media, in particular Instagram, that are... And some of them I was like, oh, okay, that's a little bit of a stretch, right? You know, I think we're looking for demons under rocks kind of thing. And then some of them I was like, okay, this is creepy as balls. So, anyways, that being said, is there anything more to elaborate into it? Is it pretty much just that? Or what what is this connection? So this spirit cooking thing as well is just these occult rituals that supposedly these people, if you, again, if you believe all this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Marina spirit cooking event, the Podesta WikiLeaks email revealed that Tony Podesta, John Podesta and his brother Tony were personally invited to the spirit cooking event. John David Podesta was the chairman of the 2016 Hillary presidential campaign. He previously served as chief of staff to President Bill Clinton and counselor to President Barack Obama. WikiLeaks released thousands of Podesta emails and it was soon discovered that an inordinate amount of messages referred to pizza and hot dogs. Oftentimes these words were used in bizarre context and in sentences that did not make any sense. Here's an example. Uh, Hi, John. The, the realtor found a handkerchief. I think it was a map that seems pizza-related. Is it yours? They can send it to you. They can send it if you want. I know you're busy, so feel free to not respond if it's not yours or you don't want it. Uh, I just came from checking the field house, and I have a square cloth handkerchief, white with black, that was on the kitchen nightstand. Um, and then that's referring to the sort of the handkerchief code um, for underground sexual meaning. Um, then there's John Podesta's brother, Tony, whose strange taste in art has even made the news. Here's an article from the Washington Post describing how guests were horrified by the art inside Podesta's bedroom. At political events, there's an inevitable awkwardness. Former Clinton administration official Sally Katzen said at a women's campaign fund dinner at the Podesta's home this summer, quote, the art is an icebreaker. It puts people at ease. Not always. Folks attending a house tour in the Lake Barcroft neighborhood in Falls Church earlier this year got an eyeful when they walked into a bedroom at the Podesta residence hung with multiple color pictures by Katie Grant and a photographer known for documentary style pictures of naked teenagers in their parents' suburban homes. Um, They were horrified. Uh... Quote, they were horrified, Heather recalls a grin spreading across her face. Um, so so James Elephantis, he owns Comet Ping Pong. Yeah. Uh, he Pizza owns, and Ping Pong. He owns uh, Buck's Sporting Goods, which is right next or Buck's Tackle. By the way, right join us Sunday afternoon for Pizza with Give That Some Thought. It's going to be at Comet Ping Pong. <clears throat> and what else does he do? And he's just involved in politics? Uh, yeah, he's, or, he's somebody who, who moves things around into politics. Uh, let me let me go back to where it was here. Um, James Elephantis. He's got a weird Instagram account. Um, yeah, really freaking weird. You can look that up. Uh, you can look that up, guys, if you want. But. He's he's also uh, so caught in a left triangle with Chief of Media Matters David Brock. Allegations of blackmail and a payout of eight hundred fifty thousand um, dollars by a, a guy bucks. named William Gray. Uh, so hush money to keep him silent about something. The owner. Uh, according to customers, uh, Comet Ping Pong is a dive that, according to reviews and photos, has hidden bathroom doors and creepy murals. Uh, mural. I'm sorry. Murals. The bathroom in particular has murals exclusively of nude women, as well as a great deal of graffiti late relating to sex, like John Podesta's home and Tony Podesta's home. Uh, reviews of the website, uh, or re- reviews of the restaurant are bizarrely polarizing. Uh, websites describe it positively note that 
there are regularly unsupervised children running around in a lot of the positive reviews. Right. Um, their menu includes a pedophilic symbol, as do the signs and decorations of other neighboring businesses. Uh, the business that's right next to it is called Besta Pizza. Um, their logo is a pedophilic symbol that uh, describes boy-on-boy love. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, boy-on-man love. Uh, let's go to, uh, what was the other quote I wanted to read? Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, from the manager of Comet Ping Pong. Uh, in a video published um, in November of 2015, the secret is its empowerment. And empowerment, by definition, is trust. So, like, I trust that the relationship that I have with the customers is that they understand I look out for them, and in response, they look out for us. Meaning, (coughs) excuse me, he and his customers have a you-watch-my-back-I'll-watch-your-back sort of deal, which is weird for the people working at a, a restaurant and the people who come to the restaurant. Like, why would they need to watch each other's backs? Right. Like, why would that be a thing? Um... Uh, John Podesta, or I'm sorry, Tony Podesta, John's brother, um, has apparently has his uh, birthday there every year. It's host, it's a dive bar, pizza place that's host to many, many uh, different fundraisers for a lot of rich and powerful people. Um, uh, here is a, a review. Um, got served at Comet Ping Pong, a hipster-heavy pizza parlor in the upper northwest with rough concrete walls. Bathrooms hidden beside behind secret panels, and table tennis galore. Then crust pies from the wood burning oven are as much of an attraction as the regularly scheduled live bands. Um, and then uh, on this guy James Elefant is on his Instagram. There's a picture you've seen it. Probably um, this I've little seen girl picture. with her hands taped down to a ping pong table. Yeah, with a worried look on her face. Yeah, and that's uploaded to his Instagram. Yeah. So what has he not uploaded to that Instagram? That's worse. <laughs> no, the Instagram what, what, is pretty what, creepy. What has he? What has he? What has happened there? What, what has he done with little girls that makes it think that that is the that's okay? Like that's acceptable, right? To table little girls' hands to the table, right? And there wasn't any context given on the Instagram post. It wasn't like no, there like, was no caption like, whatsoever. She like, she knows better than than to rub pizza grease on whatever. Yeah, or right. Birthday gone wild or something. Or like, or at least you know you know I don't know. I don't know some type of something or other. Yeah. Um. It it I'll say this, Matt. It, it's all very concerning for sure. For, excuse me for sure. Uh, I don't know that I necessarily believe all of it. Um, for Chan's investigative team, I I don't know that I uh, um wholeheartedly trust them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, again, it is all very interesting and very concerning, especially given the, um, if you sort of take it to the context, Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. Huma, Anthony Weiner, um, sex seems to be an issue for these people. Yep. Uh, and by that, I mean, again, you know, Anthony Weiner's slip-ups, mm-hmm. Bill Clinton's, uh, Bill Clinton's, um, you know, hanging out with Epstein, et cetera, et cetera. Jeffrey Epstein, who we've talked about on this program before. Um, it, again, in that context, it is certainly very, very concerning. So now let's tie this in. And we don't have we don't have a direct tie between. We have direct ties between the Podestas 
Right. I.e. And the Clintons. The people working for the Clintons to get her into the White House. Yeah. Um, and Tony Podesta is the one moving and shaking behind the scenes all the Hollywood elites and all the big wigs and that's the, you know, the, the moneyed people. Mm-hmm. Tony Podesta is the one running the campaign. I'm sorry, John Podesta the one running the campaign. But still, these two people have ties to some very shady businesses that kind of put symbolically in the symbolism, <coughs> put their business on front street and really make it seem like they're into pedophilia. Yeah. And we all know how much the powers that be love to use symbolism yeah. to tell us something and then, you know, cover it up. Tell us something without actually telling us. Um, child and human trafficking out of Haiti covered up by the Clinton Foundation. Laura Silsby and uh, Charissa Coulter, women who yeah, plan to start an orphanage, New Life Children's Refuge in the Dominican Republic, arrested with several children in Haiti whom they emailed Hillary Rodham Clinton with regular updates. That's one of the things in the WikiLeaks. Yeah. Um, Silsby, represented by attorney, convicted of self-sex trafficking, uh, allowed to leave the country of Haiti after being arrested there for 33 counts of trafficking children. So they were they got off with money from the Hillary Clinton with, or from with the, the Clinton, Clinton Foundation. The Clinton Foundation was doing doing things in Haiti and giving a lot of money and 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 not, not giving a lot of money, but moving businesses around and doing a lot of business deals that ultimately benefited the Clinton Foundation, but under the guise of charitable organization, charitable deeds, after, the, after the major hurricane there. And people who had ties to the Clinton Foundation and who who were, were caught with 33 counts of child trafficking, they were released from the country of Haiti after Huma Abedin uh, started pulling strings to get them released. And she kept Hillary updated about what was going on. Because it directly affected the Clinton Foundation. Yeah. Now, this is not this is not conjecture. I'm not talking about this because it's sensational. This is real life uh, pieces of a puzzle that have been put together. Hillary Clinton, I'm sorry, Huma Abedin helped child traffickers get off in Haiti. And she updated Hillary Clinton about it every step of the way. These child yeah. traffickers, these people who are working for the Clinton Foundation, under the guise of the Clinton Foundation, were caught trafficking children. Yeah. Huma Abedin started pulling strings and using the Clinton Foundation Foundation to extradite them, and she kept Hillary updated on it. I can't stress that enough. Hillary wanted to know about child sex trafficking in Haiti that the Clinton Foundation was uh, culpable with. And that's the candidate that everybody says isn't sexist, isn't misogynist. That's the candidate people say is going to stand up for women's rights and the rights of little girls. That's the candidate that people say I want my little girl to grow up in that world. That's the candidate. A candidate who works and and wants to get updated on whether or not child traffickers get off. Yeah. But Donald Trump, he's a misogynist. Little girls should be scared to grow up in a country ran by Donald Trump. Not by Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton trying 
to uh, get these pedophiles, or maybe they're maybe these women aren't pedophiles. Maybe they're just procuring children for pedophiles, but they're illegally taking children from point A to point B out of the country under the guise of chaos. They just got hit by a hurricane, and their country was flattened. And under the guise of that tragedy, bring them out of the country. For what purpose? What's when we talk about trafficking? What do we mean? Yeah. What do we mean? <clears throat> well, it's typically sex trafficking. It's not to find these. It's not to find these kids good homes <laughs> with loving parents. No, it's not. It's not to get around adoption agencies because they're still black. Right. You know, you can get a black baby easy through an adop- I'm, I'm sorry. That, that's 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 that's. that's <laughs> We're talking about something very serious, and I just tried to make a joke about it, and it's not its not funny. Um, yeah. Uh, this directly ties, and, and people aren't paying attention to it, but the whole stuff in the past week, and if, if you're not, if you're a Redditor, get on our Pizzagate right now. Yeah. Uh, if you're not subscribed, Addison. I am, actually. Sub- okay. I found okay, it earlier. Good. Yeah. Uh, get on, if, if you, if you um, occasion on Reddit, get on our Pizzagate. Yeah. Be, and, and get yourself updated on this. Like, look at the real facts. Uh, we've given them some some of them to you, but there's so many more connections to so many more people, and these connections go all over the place, back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just that's just one instance that's been confirmed. This this connection between Huma and the Clinton Foundation and this other charity that was trying to get kids out of the country. Yeah. Under the without. Trafficking. Well, the uh, oh, man, the search for truth is is alive and well here. Yeah. Um, well, I we 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 search for it until you know we find the real dirty stuff and then we pump the brakes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then we go back to. Rock I don't cast. want to be suicided. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know. Yeah, I don't either. I've got two beautiful children, and I certainly don't want to be suicided. If you're not, because then that means the children will probably go to you, and I, I well, can't fathom a world where that happens. You don't want me taking care of your children. Um, <laughs> like maybe I'll look in, like maybe I'll look in on them from time to time, throw throw the ball with the boy a little bit. But right. you don't want me raising your children; <laughs> they'll turn out like me. This, you don't want more of me running around. Yeah, I don't know, man. Pretty depressing. Uh, some of the stuff, and I read yep. read some of the stuff, and and uh, it just it you know it goes back to like I said, uh, uh, you know, and if again if you buy into the scriptural narrative, you know, aside from Donald Trump and aside from Hillary Clinton and aside from the the grand show of things that is going on. Uh, the world is an evil place, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just the long and short of it. Um, even even the fact that that you have we have to have the conversation or ever had to have the conversation of you know racism or why black people or who whatever minorities or people of color or or whatever would be treated differently, you know, is evidence all along too of the same point. It's like, well, we live in an evil world where evil people are going to continue to do evil things just mm-hmm. as they always have. So that being said, um, yeah, we'll do this last thing and then we'll call it a day. All right. Um, for, unfortunately, I was looking for a segue or something, but there's, there's not a real good one. Have a good day out there, everybody. You know, do land. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you're having a good one. Yeah. No, we'll give you something. Hopefully this will be fun and some interesting uh, punditry uh, to leave you with as opposed to Pizzagate. But again, like Matt said, I do recommend that you get yourself educated on it and take a look at it because it's, it's again, and to be fair, to be fair, as I mentioned earlier, I do take a lot of this with a grain of salt, right? I, you know, I think I think uh, even 4chan um, or Reddit or whatever, uh, 
the sort of alternative the, the idea of alternative news is so big now that mm-hmm. I think that there certainly are people within that space yeah. that have an axe to grind for whatever reason against systems, against people, yes. against and and but that being said, you certainly cannot <coughs> write off all of that and some of the hardcore evidence that has come out of that for different things, now, right? Okay, so I mean, that's what Matt Drudge, Matt Drudge was alternative news back in the day mm-hmm. when he first told the entire world that Bill Clinton had sex with an intern. Yeah. Right? And everyone was like, well, that's not true. And, you know, like, do you, we all forget that's, that's, that was what started alternative media, yeah. right? Somebody, some, an individual <laughs> citizen doing, back in the doing day. their own digging. Right. And remember, that's what. And there's nothing wrong with that's that. That's what's happening on 4chan right now. Uh huh. That's what's happening on Reddit. And, and is we have individuals. We champion that who, too. No one, no one, no one on Reddit, no one in Pizza, on, in our Pizzagate, yeah. no one on 4chan are, are, are digging this information up by looking at news articles. Right. They're digging this inf- information up by internet sleuthing. Right. By connecting the dots themselves. This is not a narrative that they're being fed at all. Right. This is, this is information they're coming up with. Is it the cat? Yeah. Their informa- information, their, this is information that they're coming up with and feeding right. it and dissecting to people. Themselves not, not, and no, not even dissecting. Feeding it to Reddit, to our Pizzagate, to the people, to 4chan, mm-hmm. to poll, feeding it to them raw. Just saying, that, that's nine out of ten posts are, I just found the connection. What do you guys think? Right. It's, so it's, it's, it's a collective of people who are sharing information, raw data and raw information. Nobody's writing articles about this. No one's spinning this a certain way. They're just putting all the info out there, and people are connecting the dots. The uh, what I was reading from was a mega thread um, that was just all the information put together as as neatly as possible, but just giving all the all the raw data, all the evidence facts, yeah. for it, and and providing uh, you know yeah. archived websites and 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 providing the proof, you know where they got it. They're not just saying, "Oh, I connected this and this and this." Yeah. They're showing their work, yeah. You know, which is something students don't do anymore. But uh, where else on the internet are you finding that? Where else are you, are you finding a, a group of people that are looking into something and not just posting uh, an article that confirms what they've already believed? Yeah. Which to me lends a lot of credence to the people that are investigating this. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if James Corbett does an open investigation. I I don't know. He seems to be more. Politically minded, but I mean, this is politics, but yeah, it's a little bit more scandal though with yeah. the whole sex thing. But anyways, um, yeah, I encourage you to take a look at it yourself. Um, again, maybe you don't have to buy it all, but it, it's it's interesting to be aware of it and look at some of the connections and and take a look at it. So, anyway, so this is um, and we can stop whenever you want. I don't know how long this is, uh, uh, but this is Trump's. It's about four and a half inches. <laughs> on a good day, this is uh, oh, on a warm day. On a warm day, with the wind in right. my back, this my is gut sucked in. <laughs> this is Trump's hundred days plan. Uh huh. I figured we'd go through it point by point. Okay. And maybe give a thumbs up or a thumbs down on two things: um, whether or not it's a good idea or a bad idea, uh huh. And whether or not it's likely to happen or not. Okay. How about yeah, that? Yeah. You know, I just thought it'd be fun. He's president elect. That's all we've yeah. seen. You know, with all these people. Uh, you know, everybody crying about it or, or championing it or whatever, you know, I just thought we'd kind of do a breakdown of, well, the next president is going to be this guy. Here's what he says he wants to do. And here's how we feel about that. Right. 
What is she doing, by the way? She's is chasing she... a battery around. Oh, I hope I hope she effing swallows it. You know, during all my days off, when it's about five or six in the evening, I will open the the, it's the about door nine to the in deck. the morning for you. Five or six in the evening, <laughs> open the door to the deck because that's when the squirrels come out from being outside and they go back to their home, which is nestled in the back of my closet, right against my bedroom wall, so I can hear them scrape around at night. And I open that door specifically so she can go out there and kick some squirrel ass. And she never does. She was out there on the deck today. Yeah, yeah. just hanging out with squirrels. Sitting on the deck, and a squirrel jumped up on the rail, watching her the whole time, then jumps down onto the deck, literally four feet from her. Yeah. She didn't move. The squirrel's just like, huh, what's going on? They're testing her. And sooner or later, they're going to kick her ass. <laughs> but no, she's in well, here. I hope so. She's in here at midnight in chasing, ep- chasing a battery around right. on, her, on the floor. Right. And she doesn't act as hyper when I'm just over there playing video games. Right. You know when she acts as hyper? Yeah. When, when we're doing a podcast. When we're trying to dispel truth. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, That's why she's a terrible bitch. Well, in <laughs> the great war between... Uh... <laughs> she just spit out a piece of the battery. Oh, you dumb cat. She has spit out a piece she's of, stupid of the label too. from the battery. God, what a stupid kid. Anyways, uh, as I was going to say, in the great battle between Frida and the squirrels, I, I think it goes without saying I'm on the side of the squirrels. You know what? I'm, I, I'm, I am too. Like, <laughs> I kind of just want her to be put in her place. Just, yeah. Take her down a notch. She just mooches off of me. You know, I feed her. I get rid of her, uh, her poop. That. Oh, yeah. I could just step on her head under that rug. I'm sorry. I'm thinking bad thoughts now. Okay. Trump's on dead. Okay, hold days on. Back. I have to get that away from her. She's going she's gonna to kill herself. And I can't. Why? Why? What's the issue? Just let her do it. She bite into a battery, stupid cat. Ridiculous. No. That's the way she is. She's stupid. Oh, is she gonna be okay? All right. Is she gonna be okay outside of her special room? Let's play the game. Trump. <laughs> I like how you call it a game. I appreciate that we can come at it with that. Um. Yeah, 100 days plan. Here yeah. we go. Again, good idea, bad idea, likely to happen or not. Okay. Are the kind of premise for what mm-hmm. we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Okay. First, propose a constitutional amendment to impose term limits on all members of Congress. Good idea. I think we could both agree. Yes. Good idea. Yeah. Yep. Thumbs mm-hmm. up on that one. Likely to happen? I'm going no. 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 Yeah. No. Nope. Not, not with the, um, <coughs> not with the letters GOP behind your name. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, second, a hiring freeze on all federal employees to reduce federal workforce through at Attrition, exempting military, public safety, and public health. Uh, it's a good idea, yeah, yes. Yeah, Likely to up. happen mm, 6.5 out of 10. Could be. Could be. Uh, I, I, I think he could do it. You know, executive order. Yeah. But then he's also said, and maybe you'll cover this, that he's not going to He's gonna do away with all these executive orders. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, third, a requirement, that every, a requirement that for every new federal re- regulation, two existing regulations must be eliminated. Again, I think good idea out of the gate. Good idea, but can't, but, but can't, cannot be, cannot be done. Cannot be done, and I think it's super impractical too. Yeah, it is because it's one of those arbitrary kind of. Well, you have to get rid of two. You can yeah. start digging up the ones that don't even matter. Yeah. So you're not even gaining ground. Yeah. I I get the mindset of it, and like, okay, we need to head in this direction, mm-hmm. and that's right. I, I think a, that, I think I a better rule would be any new bill that's proposed must pertain to the subject of the 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 main subject of that bill and only that bill. Yeah, meaning, meaning probably a better idea. No pork. You can't just attach one thing that you want to get across because people write bills all the time, not because they want to. They yeah. want to pass point A. They want to pass point B or point 
F that no one's paying attention to, and that's yeah, the real goal. Exactly. So if the bill doesn't pass, they take point F out and attach it to another bill that's likely to pass. Yeah, exactly. And that's called pork in Washington. Yeah. So what we need to get rid of is a law that gets rid of pork. So a bill that's introduced must pertain to its main point, the main the main gist of whatever that bill is supposed to be doing. It must pertain only to that. Yeah, nothing else. Yeah, I, li- I like that idea. Matt for president. Yeah. Alderman Fourth, first. Alderman first. He, he, yeah, that's right. Back across the bridge. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're coming for you. Or just go west, farther west. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we're coming for you, uh, uh, St. Charles, Charles City, Alderman seat. District 6. That's right. Uh, fifth, uh, by, by the way, you need to start really researching this because I want to do this. I want, I want you to run for <laughs> politics. Uh, fourth, a five-year ban. He's really ban happy here. Yeah. Uh, ban on White House and congressional officials becoming lobbyists after they leave government service. I love this idea. Yeah. Big thumbs uh, up. Should for be me. longer. Practical. Pfft, not no, gonna happen. No, it's not. Certainly not. He 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 actually he he may get it through. You like you said should be longer, and I agree with you. But mm-hmm. he may get it through if he puts it down to like eighteen months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fifth, a lifetime ban on White House officials lobbying on behalf of a foreign government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that no, that big of a deal? Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I guess in, in terms of sovereignty, because these aren't people who are, are like lobbying. When you th- when you say lobbying for a foreign government, that's not ambassador, right? Okay, that's not secretary of state, right? That's you work for a company, an American company, and you're lobbying a foreign government for that company. Okay, okay. So people who have worked in politics, uh, it's basically banning <coughs> people like Goldman Sachs. From hiring people who have worked in in the White House, yeah. who have all these connections to foreign governments, it to keeps, lobby foreign it keeps governments. them yeah, yeah, yeah. from hiring these people. Yeah, so that they don't have it. It keeps them from you from taking advantage of the connections that you make and the things that you know while you're in the White House and while you're in Washington. Yeah, which is I one like of the it, problems. Yeah. It's it's what you know in Washington that can get you the big money, right? Yeah, that's we. I learned that from Remy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fifth. Uh, we just did fifth, sixth. A complete ban on foreign lobbyists raising money for American elections. Yeah, thumbs up. Likelihood, thumbs down. Yeah, obviously, money shouldn't be coming in from out of the country to elect an official in this country. I agree. On the same day, I will be taking the following following seven actions to protect American workers. First, I will announce my intention to renegotiate NAFTA or withdraw from the deal under Article twenty two hundred five. I think I like the idea. Uh, likelihood, yep. mm-hmm. mm, what five point eight uh, to six. Trudeau, the Canadian Prime Minister, has already already said he wants to renegotiate NAFTA. And the Mexicans, Mexico has said that they are willing to renegotiate NAFTA. Really? Now, that brings me to one of the things that I was thinking, that maybe if this whole thing about the wall was just a bunch of bluster to get Mexico shaking in their boots, we can control Canada. I mean, they have to follow our lead pretty much no matter what. Right. Um, but Mexico is a different, different ball game. They got different stuff going on there, different demographics, uh, different type of country. Yeah. Than the United States, whereas the U.S. and Canada are basically similar, basically the same, uh, customary differences, but basically when it comes to government, the same. Um, so, so you're saying that the United States or, or Trump's idea was maybe shake Canada up with this, or shake Canada, shake Mexico up with this whole wall thing, uh-huh. and then say, oh, you guys don't want a wall? Well, let's look at NAFTA. And so they're exactly. like, okay, we'll totally exactly. look at NAFTA because we don't instead, want your stupid wall. <laughs> instead of building a physical wall, yeah. let's get rid of all the holes in legislation that have led to this mass immigration. 
Okay. And I think that's what that's what NAFTA had. That's what one of the things that NAFTA did. Right. <coughs> it allowed for what's the one uh, work visa that all the Mexicans use, the uh, HSB one uh, or whatever it is. I, don't, I have no idea. Yeah. I, that I, particular I, work visa that they come up for six months and they can send money back and that sort of thing. Right. You know. Um. Second, I will announce our withdrawal from the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Okay. Uh, Which that's already that's already kind of been uh, kiboshed in. Uh, Congress for right now, at least it's. Yeah, it's, I, I it hasn't think it was a full. I don't think it's going to be defeated. It's on. not a defeat, but it's definitely been tabled. I think. Yeah. Probably, probably to use leverage against him, and say no, you're going to sign the TPP, but we'll concede on some other things for you. Yeah, that sort of thing. Uh, third, I will direct my Secretary of the Treasury to label China a currency manipulator. Now, pause real quick. <laughs> To well, me, okay. this, this, this sounds a lot like Michael Scott's, I declare bankruptcy. Like, okay, you labeled him a currency manipulator. Uh, BFD, that doesn't yeah. mean, like, who, who, okay. Yeah. That's one of these, <laughs> that's one of those things in the, uh, he who smelt it dealt it. Right. Or, uh, he who articulated it, particulated it. Right. Or he who denied it, supplied it. Right. Uh, whatever fart, uh, metaphor you want to use. Um, <laughs> the biggest currency manipulator in the world is the United States Federal Reserve. Right. Boom. My well, but, I mean, That's who done. cares? I just don't understand. I don't know. Anyways, I, I mean, I guess he could do that. I don't know. I don't really have an opinion. Um, fourth, I will direct the Secretary of Commerce and the U.S. Trade Representative to identify all foreign trading abuses that unfairly impact American workers and direct them to use every tool under American inter- and international law to end those abuses immediately. To me, that just sounds like awful bluff. Like, that's... Yeah, we're gonna do it for the American worker. Like, well, yeah. okay. I, I mean, if it, if if whatever changes could be made for the American worker were that easy, it's too ambiguous. I feel There's, like a Democrat would have done them already. Well, it's too <laughs> it's too ambiguous. There's no real specifics there. Exactly. It's so, just yeah, yeah. Fifth, I would lift the restrictions on the production of fifty trillion dollars worth of job-producing American energy reserves, including shade oil, natural gas, and clean coal. Are there restrictions on the production of those sorts of things? Uh, yeah, in certain in states, in certain states, but but. That's the thing. Like, there is no coal mining in California, you know. Right. There is there is no shale oil mining in California. There's no fracking in California. There's no fracking fracking in upstate New York. Okay. Right. There's 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 no coal mining in Oregon. Right. Okay. These these places where there are carbon taxes and and clean energy, where you know you have to have a certain amount of the energy that's produced for that area be a certain percentage be clean or whatever. Right. In states that do have those labels and in the in the conservative ones like middle America that have those labels, they're very conservative and they're very loose. But in states where it is you know, in Texas, where there's a huge shale oil boom going on right now. In North Dakota where there's all this pipeline stuff going on. Uh in in Oklahoma where there's been all this fracking. Right. I actually saw an infographic of where people some somebody showed with dots over the state of Oklahoma, where all these uh, oil wells were for fracking, where they'd been doing fracking, where they'd been doing injection of uh, a sludge, the sludge wastewater that they do to push the frack up, mm-hmm. where that's happened, and then they just laid red dots over it. And then they came along with many earthquakes that have happened in Oklahoma and just laid blue dots over it. The curve, the same. Right. It, there is a direct correlation between earthquakes in middle America right now and uh and 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 fracking um so but but my point being the states that are actually affected 
by this uh, this. These sorts these, of restrictions. These these sorts of restrictions. I mean, we're basically basically talking like this is going to affect Pennsylvania, and that's it. <laughs> Pennsylvania and some parts of North Carolina, and that's it. Right. So, and those are the places that that are economically distressed by coal. Yeah. <coughs> lift the Obama Clinton roadblocks. Six. Lift the Obama Clinton roadblocks. Allow vital energy infrastructure projects like the Keystone Pipeline to move forward. I think I'm generally in favor of it. Again, I don't think it's. I think there's too many lobbies against the things like the Keystone Pipeline. I mean, Wait, I, there's too many lobbies against it. Yeah. Or you mean for it? There's there's no lobbies against it. There's individual citizens lobbying against the Keystone Pipeline. Well, then why it's going through Native American land? Right. And 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 it's they're downhill from it, and they're going to be the people who are dealing with the aftermath of. Then what of are, it, what are these Obama Clinton roadblocks that he's talking about? For things like the Keystone Pipeline. The the liberal discourse of. We need to stop this because Obama uh, has has hasn't come out against the Keystone XL pipeline, but he's not in favor of any more. Well, yeah, but he stopped it though, didn't he? Pipeline. Well, he didn't. He didn't stop it, but he lead provisions that he didn't stop it. But he it was some sort of executive order, I think, in the past week where he said um, we have to re- we have to negotiate and talk about it again. So he didn't stop it from happening. He didn't give the citizens what they wanted. He just said. Basically, all right, big business, back off. Right. Big oil, back off. Yeah. Because you're getting a bad reputation. Because in the past two weeks, people have started noticing it now. And now it's getting spread around Facebook and around Twitter. And, and you have a, many, many more millions of people know about it now than a month ago. Right. So he said basically back off yeah. until the uh, the internet shitstorm over it goes away. People yeah. forget about it. It becomes uh, – they, they no longer use it to take the moral high ground. And they forget about it, and it goes away. <laughs> and then they can go right back to business as usual. Seventh, cancel billions in payments to UN climate change programs and use the money to fix America's water and environmental infrastructure. I, I agree. I agree. We, I should, agree we totally. should not be giving money to the UN so that they can have clean energy when we don't have it here. Um, we should not be giving money to the UN um, for for energy subsidiaries or subsidies when we don't have them here. Like, I have to pay humans, 100 humans I have, don't have an effect on yeah. climate change. I have to I have to pay 150 bucks a month just to, you know, have things at room temperature, right? In right. in my apartment and have the lights on. Like where's my subsidy? You know? Why do I have to pay that? We're basically a minimum wage job. Right. And I you know, I can't I can't have light unless I'm paying for it. Well, uh, additionally, on the first table, take the five following actions to restore security and the constitutional rule of law. Here's where it gets interesting, I guess. First, cancel every unconstitutional executive action memorandum and order ed- issued by presidential President Obama. That's another huffle fluff. I don't would it unconstitutional. Okay, uh-huh. <laughs> you go get them. It's a real broad brush, but no specifics there. Yeah. Second, begin the process of selecting a replacement for Justice Scalia from one of the t- twenty judges on my list who will uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States. It is important. It'll, it'll probably happen. Uh, third, cancel all funding to sanctuary cities. What does that mean? I don't know. Um, so, so that's actually the big thing that's in the news the past and 24 what hours. what is Aleppo? Uh, <laughs> that's been in the, the double speak of the cable news for the past 24 hours is sanctuary city thing. Right. Uh, sanctuary city is basically uh, the term that's been coined in the past week or two. Right. Um, well, actually, no, it's older than that. But it's it's a term that, term that was coined. Um, to uh, uh, to basically say that that you can be illegal here and we're not going to prosecute you for it. Like if you get stopped by the cops on a traffic violation and you're illegal and you're illegal, the cops aren't going to arrest you for being illegal. Okay. 
So basically, it's it's a sanctuary city is where there is no repercussion for being an illegal citizen in this country. Oh, yeah, so, or I'm sorry, an illegal alien in this country. Not right. They're not citizens, so they can't be illegal citizens. Right. But basically, that's what it is. Just say and, undocumented and, workers, and, Matt. Please. And, okay. Let's let's keep it PC here. Undocumented rapists. Check your privilege, bro. Undocumented rapists. Okay. Um, because we know that's what all Mexicans do. Donald Trump said so. Well, uh, every rapist that's raped and hasn't gotten caught <coughs> is an undocumented rapist. Whoa. Whoa. Um, where were we? Second, begin the process of selecting replacement. Oh no, I already read that one. Uh, cancel all funding. Yeah. Okay. Fourth. Uh, begin removing the more than 2 million criminal illegal immigrants from the country and cancel visas to foreign countries that won't take them back. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this whole thing. I really don't. And we, I mean, we don't have time to get into it right now, so we won't, but, uh, I don't know. I guess he's going to do something because that was his big promise. Yeah. During this. I mean, it's going to be like Obamacare. Yeah. Like he's got, he's got to do something, whether it's a half-ass measure or whether it's whatever, like he's Mm got to do something. Or else everybody that elected him is not going to elect him in four years, frankly. Well, um, we'll see. Fifth, suspend immigration from terror-prone regions where vetting cannot safely occur. All vetting of people coming into our country will be considered extreme vetting. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that either. I think that people should be able to immigrate pretty easily, but... Yeah, I, I agree. I think that I think that the immigration but I don't know. policy. I mean, I think should be you should, should at least easy. look at something like it shouldn't be hard. We shouldn't have to make we shouldn't be making people jump through hoops. But at the same time, we shouldn't be letting anybody in this country who has a criminal record. Right? People want to kill us. Yeah. Well, particularly a criminal record too. Yeah. You know, um, if 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 they were arrested when they were seventeen in in Germany for having a joint on them, I don't care. But. If they spent time in jail for a violent crime, there's no way they should be able to let be let in this country. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Repeal and replace the Obamacare Act is on here. I'm just going through because for some reason they stopped listing him or he stopped listing him. I think it's actually written yeah. by him. I am all for it's repeal. NPR, I'm but, all for uh, repeal uh, Obamacare, but I am not for replace. Repeal it. Don't we don't need a replacement. What we need yeah. is what we need is a total overhaul, overhaul single of the healthcare industry in this country. We need to lower costs for medical care across the board uh regardless of uh whether or not we have universal health care restoring community safety act reduces surging crime drugs and violence by creating a task force on violent crime and increasing funding for programs that train and assess local police there we go maybe just think man if we could get the local police to say i don't know the level that maybe the national guard is or yeah. some navy seals yeah then, then I think we'd truly have I safety not on, our, on our streets. I am not against this, but uh, likelihood of it happening very high, because it's what it is. What is it? It's a one more organization in, the, in our government. It's one more task force. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's one more yeah. way to pad and get money for our special interests. Yeah, you know, and and, and it, who's gonna who's uh, and it'll play thing. so well on Fox News. But yeah, it's for the police. When you it's say for that, our boys in blue protecting exactly. us, that thin blue line. It's we we got to stand up for America. I'm talking the USA, the red, white, and blue. You all know it out there in Audio Land. This is what freedom is made of. <laughs> Standing up there with our boys in blue and our boys in black, our firefighters and our police officers making not, sure not that they have all the boys. guns that they need not our make, actual black boys making sure that the, they can continue killing one another make, making sure that don't worry about their education system. Well, you're messing with my flow here addison 
I'm trying to I'm trying to make America great again. Don't worry and you're about the cultural icons. You're just over them there, to be uh, 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 just spitting truth, ma- making me <laughs> making me look ridiculous. Oh, yeah, well. the, 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 there's nothing more heroic than a man with a badge and a bad education. <laughs> don't you tell me, don't you tell me, I bleed red, but I I live blue. Tremendous, and I am white. And that makes me red, white, and blue. And there's <laughs> nothing better in the world than being red, white, and blue for your country. <laughs> to bleed red, white, and blue. To stand up there on those two holidays, Labor Day and Memorial Day, when we say yes, sir, when we salute the flag, when we're so patriotic, when we drink Budweiser beer and eat bratwursts and s- slowly and, and, and lazily fuck our wives after we've had too many beers. Oh, that's, that's what America's all about. This is the best dang country in the world, and our boys in blue, the the patriots out there on the front lines of the battlefield that are our neighborhoods and our black neighborhoods in this country. They're what about doing when they service. kill somebody that that's unarmed? Um... It's just practice. It's just practice to, for more freedom. It's just those cops practicing for when they actually have to take down the man with the gun. It's just when they actually have to protect your children, just trying to go and get a liberal education in the Prussian method and be good, good wage slaves when they grow up. That's my America. That's the America I want to live in. Well, let's just hope we can make it great again. We're going to make America great again. Make it tremendous and huge. Those tendies are going to taste so good, especially when they have all that salt from the liberal tears sprinkled all over them tendies. Mmm. Mama brings me tendies. Mm. Mama brings me tendies. Well. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just blacked out for a minute. What happened? <laughs> I, I just feel like like all of a sudden I was gone. It was scary, Matt. Just listen to the episode when it comes out. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Some of these things, like I said, I'm 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 down with. Some of them I, I, I'm down with, but I don't think he's going to be able to do. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Rest assured, dear listener, that we will uh, uh, obviously hold accountable the Trump administration. Um, that we'll we'll keep their feet to the fire mm-hmm. in terms of their mm-hmm. promises, and we will not rest. Yeah, uh, during these next four years, until you, my good friends and good listeners in the United States of America, get the wall that you were promised. Yeah, not because a tremendous, huge, yeah, fantastic wall. Not because we're committed to the. Not just because we're committed to the truth. Right. But because we hate Washington so much. <laughs> That's right. We hate it. So much. It's my least favorite thing. Washington, uh, why are you the way that you are? Why, That's right. Why I mean, are you the way that you are? Seriously, anytime we try to do anything <laughs> fun or exciting, you have to make it not that way. I hate so very much about the things you choose to be. And sure, you're gonna yeah. don't don't you don't have to play it. I just quoted it. Yeah, I know, but I want to hear the actual quote. All right, and we'll actually we'll actually sign it off on that one. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody out there in Trump land. Yeah, uh, we Trump did land. it. It's we a did brand it. New place. I don't know what we did, but we did it. Yeah, well, we Why did it the way that you are. Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be this has been a production of tripod broadcasting